0: The following QCCS Mackay Cutters Change the Game episode contains critical and confronting conversations that some listeners may find upsetting. Audience discretion is advised.
1: Change the Game, proudly brought to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters. Hi everyone, welcome to QCCS Mackay Cutters Change Game Vodcast podcast. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're meeting on today, the UI people of the Kulin Nation, pay my respects to elders, past, present and emerging. I'm Mitch Cook. I'm today joined by Heath Payton from Hair for Men in Mackay. And um, I'm really excited to have Heath on because we're going to have a really good chat about his involvement in our community and uh, the the good things that you guys do at the shop,
0: especially for mental health in Mackay. Welcome, Heath. Thanks, man. Great to be here thanks for thanks for uh, extending the uh, olive branch so to speak no, no worries i um i
1: visited the shop early days when i first got to mckay and uh, probably pre-season 2012 and um yeah take us through the origins of how
0: you know your shop began and um and yeah. kind of what it's evolved to today yeah well actually when you when you did did come back like come through the door back then that was when we were sort of just kicking off and, and emerging um, 2012 was was the year that uh, we sort of shaped the shop uh, I've been in, um, barbering in this town for a while um, previous or prior to that but I think just when we sort of kicked off HPHfM it, it was just I think the haircuts were a byproduct of what we were trying to do we were trying to sort of establish a I don't know a, a, a hangout like a men's den for lack of a better word i guess like um somewhere that that guys could come and yeah sure get a haircut but also like be a part of something like uh, yeah creating a community inside the community you know i think that was important back then and and um certainly uh the way society is sort of running at the moment um it's it's very important now i think yeah
1: yeah definitely so i remember walking to the, the shop and you get, definitely get that vibe straight when you walk in, you know, you got the your clothes there that you can buy and it was all pers- um, personally done by you guys. Yeah. You had um, like skate ramp in the back. Yeah. You would always walk in to see the same people in the shop, just hanging out. Yeah. Um, so it was a really cool vibe. And then, um, yeah, for me, like Geordie, one of the barbers there probably gave me a few more years of <laughs> over <promo laughs> he was doing on my head, but, um, yeah. I don't get to visit too many hairdressers these days, but you know, I, I felt connected. And I kept turning up.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that was it. I think that sense of belonging. I, I, I think, well, I mean, that's what we were going for. So if it sort of um, came across that way, then then we had a win. Um, the the fact that yeah, we we did have it was like a uh, or is a one stop men's shop. You sort of come in there, you can have a chat, you can get a haircut, you can buy a shirt, like, and that's that's the thing. Guys had come in there for a quick hello, and and two hours later they were, you know still there still present still a part of something because and 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 we have a very open sort of shop setting and uh, The the conversations are very open forum and and people bounce in and out and around the room and and I think to To play into you know the direction we were going with the community minded um, Scenarios like that that involvement, you know, you walk through the door and, and you can be involved um up to however you feel comfortable if you just want to be a side player and sit on the sidelines and listen and but if you want to invest into the conversation as well then jump in nobody nobody would uh look at you sort of for for doing like poorly for doing that or badly Mm -hmm. upon you like everyone just wants the same thing i guess which is a sense of belonging
1: yeah and like you'd have the basketball on in the background on the tallies and i guess it's probably i've got something to cheer about because uh,
0: my my celtics are doing well this year so <laughs> yeah that's
1: good yeah. um it's a good
0: final series at the moment yeah it is indeed so yeah. I'm, I'm cheering about that but. you
1: know but like you, you as you mentioned when you get involved in the conversations and you know get the head probably out of the phone or it doesn't matter if it's probably people still win the head in the phone waiting for a haircut but you could be waiting there a while and yeah it was okay because that connection and everything that you guys were creating in there
0: and yeah the conversations and would flow that was that was that's that's such an important thing for us like especially with the evolution of barbershops as a whole um as well as um just uh customer service as well like you know there's there's barbershops around um you know, they, they'll use like a buzzback system, whether it's like a text message to your phone or, you know, uh, big screens like who's next and that sort of thing. And we, we just use, an, and, and those, those things are so easy to come by. We have apps for booking systems and stuff like that. And I've kind of still turned my back on it, um, even though we're busy and, and to utilize those scenarios would, would be beneficial for us. But I think it would detract from what we're trying to create. You know, if you you put your name down you own that so it's up to you you know if you hang around if you do choose to hang around then that's fine but um if we we created an app where you just um clock in and then leave you're not a part of our world and i think that's very important because society at the present point in time we're doing everything so quickly and we're sort of becoming um impersonal uh, if that's the word um Whereas now what we're trying to achieve is is to get everyone back in the store You know, I've got my shops 300 square meters now Mm. Like that's insane for a barbershop It's 300 square meters now We've got a pool table out the back overlooking the river and these sorts of things whilst it's just a room um, It's the culture that we're promoting that will create and spawn a community So uh, that was important for us to have a space big enough to potentially do that and I think it's working
1: yeah. So you had the, your little shop in, on McAllister street, you know, in the, uh, Mackay's main hub there. And now yes. you moved into Canelands. Um, you know, what was that move like? So you went from that scary. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, and you had like that, that skate ramp. Yeah. In, you... I
0: actually asked if I could bring it. I, <laughs> I said, can I, cause we had, uh, it was, uh, well, I was about a meter 20, um, six meters long, um, little mini ramp. Um, and it, honestly, it was open 24-7. Like, if, if anyone wanted to write it, I didn't care. I would rather the, all the youth come into our shop and be a part of our world than out, you know, um, getting up to trouble or something like that. You know, so it was always in use. I was always forever resheating that ramp. Um, but I guess as, as the shop grew, um, so did... Um, You know that that sort of clientele base so and then when we went into canelands It certainly wasn't an option to have a live skate ramp in our shop, but we've replaced the ramp with a pool table um, and Funnily enough, the injuries are less, which is <laughs> which is great. And uh, and I don't have to resheet a ramp every second day. So I'm I'm cheering on that front.
1: Yeah. Were you afraid of losing any of what we've been talking about, that feel and connection from the move, like from McAllister Street into level two Canelands?
0: How yeah. have you how have you held on to that? I think I think the the most important thing for us is never losing sight of what we were about. And certainly because what we're about is community and, and um, you know, it starts from the whole walking through the shop, the meet and greet process and stuff like that. Our shop isn't for everyone. You know, we do have people that like have been to our shop and didn't enjoy it and and, and those sorts of people, they probably have uh, a specific um, sort of uh, thing in mind for, for what they're after with, with their, um, you know, barbershop experience or their hair studio experience like if if you want a quick trim in and out, it's ours isn't the shop. Mm. Because what we are trying to do, like I keep saying over and over again, is create a community. Mm. Um and that wasn't built in a day. Um so yeah, I think I think focusing on that um the hurdle wasn't losing our our cause or something when we when we migrated up to Canelands. I, I honestly think um it's even promoted it, yeah. because we're sort of shown to the masses now. Mm. You know, it's it's a massive shop, and we're on display in um, the community's biggest um, bustling shopping center. So, I don't think we lost the cultural community. I think we just um, grew and progressed. Yeah. Um, I would hate to use the word mature matured as well but i think to a certain degree we um McAllister was a trial run and we had a lot of fun and a lot of memories there um but uh yeah, the, old, the 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 aim of the game is to sort of reach the masses with what we're uh what we spoke um so and we had to refine that and move forward so i th- i think we've done that well mm. and what about those
1: conversations you sometimes have in the chair with customers and and people you know that you know, frequently visit your shop um, for a
0: haircut, but sometimes it's much more than a haircut. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, I think I think that's that personal space. You know, you're sort of infiltrating that cylindrical zone that is that that sort of bubble people like to keep. And because you know the barrier's instantly broken down because of you know the connection, physically connection, you're straight onto the haircut. And um, so people, I feel, uh, you know, they do sort of unravel in the chair um and I literally off off um camera and and, and off microphone I, I use the saying heavy lays the crown you know like um because like yes um it's it, it's awesome to be you know the the owner of this shop and infiltrating the community and and doing these wonderful things and but it comes at a price as well so so I had to sort of um you know get ready for it um, because yeah people do sort of let you into their world good bad and ugly you know and you sort of have to look at it as a from from a mature perspective and and be very neutral sometimes but also not cold uh, because it's it's important you know like a lot of these scenarios out there now that are definitely touching on you know well-being mental health all these sorts of things and they're encouraging people to have a voice and speak up and 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 be heard and yeah and 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 on the flip side to that you need someone to listen Um, and it's all well and good to say things like, Hey mate, if you ever want to have a yarn, you know, if if anything's getting too tough for you, sing out and and we'll have a talk. What happens if they actually do? (laughs) Because, because it's, it's hard and it's heavy. But, um, I think for our shop, you know, we've, people have got to know us and understand that we actually do care. Mm. We actually do care. And if things are a bit too big and a bit too ugly, we've got, we've aligned ourselves with so many, um. Uh, entities and support yeah, services. support, yeah, around Mackay so like um, if we don't have the answers or if we're in too deep 100% we'll guide you to, to somewhere and and I think that's the nature of of where we're at now, I think everyone's a little bit more open to it because everyone is um, walking a walk and, and, and living a battle, um, a lot of them are doing it in silence but man, there are people and, and businesses out there that can 100% help yeah, you know, and so if anything, our community is helping the broader community by just banding together and understanding things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. And your your business, your shop,
1: has you know supported a lot of different events around Mackay with um, even just turning up to offer haircuts and you know connecting to you know the commu- the mental health community that we have here in Mackay. And um, what are some of those events that you've been a part of? And yeah. have, have you done your own one?
0: yeah i yeah i have done a f- i've done a few events over the years actually we used to come down we we were on the sideline here at the football actually and we'd do some haircuts here and play some music and probably played music a little bit too loud but um yeah i think I think being a part of things uh, is so important you know and even if like you said just turning up like um sort of uh, I don't know, nurturing other people's growth is part of it as well. Like, I we don't have to be the guy, the man. Like, we don't have to be the one that's spearheading everything. Um, if someone's doing something else and needs a hand, yeah, we'll put... Even if, if there's no financial re- remuneration for lending a hand, this is the thing. Like, people need... To, I think they've lost sight of what it means to be a part of a community. You know what I mean? I think f- people um are scared to sort of lend a hand with like out anything in return you know it it takes a it takes a village to raise a child sort of concepts you know but i think um everyone's so busy nowadays we've sort of lost what that actually means so yeah i've been a part of music festivals i've been a part of sporting scenarios i i held a bit of an extreme sort of sporting event on the i still don't understand how i got that uh, across the line i i took uh a heap of dirt and scaffold and we did BMX jumps and skate ramps on top of the rooftop of a, uh, one of the hotels here in Mackay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought it was a great idea and everyone that turned up thought it was a great idea, but, um, yeah, there was a bit of red tape involved and yeah. a few hurdles I, uh, navigated, but yeah, we got it, got it over the line in the end. Mm. Yeah, that, that's great. So then, you know, let's
1: go back to the origin of the shop. Um, here for men, mm. you know, is it,
0: have you had a many many women come in? yeah oh, totally to i mean to at the end of the day yeah like we had to call it something yeah. you know what i mean we had to call it something i didn't when we were, were toying with names and stuff like that and we we sort of um came up with the hp hfm ideal that that born from the fact that i i wanted to um you know i've been in the hair industry for 20 something years now um i started off doing tea and tidies when i was like 15 16 just washing hair at basins and whatnot and making cups of tea and or or like i've grinded i've done it all um so when when we were thinking of a a name for the shop i kind of my ego wanted my name to be in there somehow but i kind of it wasn't big enough that i I was like hey i want to be known as this so i sort of and i was looking at the branding moving forward also like how can we um you know manipulate this into something else like the fashion and stuff like that because i um i probably wouldn't wear a shirt with my name on it like like just me you know what i mean like so if we could strap it back strip it back to a um a logo perhaps we could reach the masses that way and um and that's and then that's what we did so so do we get women in there are they scared of the whole hair for men we dropped we dropped that tag um for well not for that reason but for for many reasons and and yeah i think what that's done is nurtured and embraced a broader demographic yeah so you yeah, know we have people from all walks of life um which is exciting because that spurs on such variety in our conversations and our and our directions so yeah we've uh we've had them young we've had them old we've had short hair we've had long hair and all the steps in between so yeah, it's cool. It's been fun. So, 10 years, you know, this year,
1: um, yeah. are you doing anything big for it? And further that, I wonder, like, what what does it mean to you?
0: <sighs> yeah, when you put it like that, 10 years, um, what it means to me, that's a heavy question. Mm. Um, yeah, 10 years, I man, I've got to do something. You know, for every year, like, when we first started off, everyone knew that I had um, anniversary parties and I did them big, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I guess I've been so busy with the message and, and creating the brand. And I've sort of, and then, and then on the back of COVID and whatnot, um, yeah, we sort of haven't had a big bash for a while. So I think, um, 10 year anniversary, I think it's time. I think it's time we, uh, dust off the shoes and have a bit of a shindig, but what does the shop mean for me? Um, there's so many things, man. It, it means growth. It means progress. It means unity, um, humanity. There, there's all these serious things that it means and, and we can laugh and joke and, and make up, um, you know, quick sort of anecdotes of whatever. But ultimately, man, it's um, my shop was about unity mm-hmm. and we're doing it. And that's a beautiful thing, man. So yeah. it, what's it mean to me? It means everything to me. My kids growing up in my shop. You know what I mean? Jordan's kids have grown up in the shop. We are, this, this is more than just haircuts, what we're doing. Um, it's heavy for me because what I dreamt of all those many years ago, it's actually coming to fruition. So um, I don't take it lightly no. and um, I celebrate on the daily of what we're achieving. I might not get to sort of sit back and actually take it all in, but my just sort of Rewards and uh, are seeing those familiar faces pour back in through the shop. That's 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 what it means for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, mate. because like, from when I walked into your shop,
1: two thousand late two thousand twelve, to where it is today, I think you've done a great job, especially mm-hmm. for you and your business and the family you've created. Yeah. But for our community too, and you know, everything we've we've been talking about, um, you know, it's it's real. Like you do, you have created that culture.
0: Thanks, um, and man. that
1: space for people to, to come in and feel connected to um, the shop. So, yeah, hats off to you. That's, yeah. That's, um, Thanks, man. I appreciate a of, that a lot. A lot of you know hard work as well.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, 20-something years in the industry and I'm working seven days a week mm. still. With a smile on my face, I love it. I, th- I thoroughly enjoy it. But, like, these are the things that have to happen. You know what I mean? You can't just... Wake up in the morning and and want to make a change and make a difference, but but lean on other people to do it. You've got to lead by example. You've got to spur it on. You know, you got to take charge. Um, You're and still cutting hair. I'm still cutting hair on the floor seven days a week, hundred um, percent. I, there and and then with this and this this is the thing though. You know, people, it's it's hard to understand unless you understand. And I know that sounds a bit like mm. like made up, but like unless you understand where we're coming from in our world then you in your shoes. Yeah. And what you, you will never get, you will never fully under people like, Oh my God, isn't there somebody else that can run your shop so you can get a day off. It's like, you don't get it. Mm. You don't get it. Like it's, it's not, it's not always just about cutting hair. You know what I mean? It's, it's about, it's your life. Yeah, man. It is, it is. And there will be a time and a place where I can do those things. But right, right now we still got heaps of work to do in the community. You know what I mean? I'm getting phone calls all the time. Like I've started to do guest speaking, motivational speaking at high schools. So I um, there's a few schools that are that are doing um, programs inside, whether it's um, well being based or whether it's like entrepreneurial scenarios. You know, I just got in, invited to one just last night. Um, uh, like a shark tank concept and I'll be, be one of the judges. And, and cool. yeah, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Cause, cause not only for like the pat on the back of saying, okay, Heath, will you be a part of this um, scenario? And it's like, yeah, okay. You obviously feel like I've got something to offer. So that's a pat on the back for me. Cause people have recognized, all right, he's done something with his life. Maybe he can pass on some knowledge. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can pass on. So let's do this. You yeah. know what I mean? You're telling me that there's kids out there, Grade 10, eight, nine, ten—whatever it is—that that are showing entrepreneurial type, um, uh, you know, uh, vibes and views. Like, yeah, I'll help embrace that. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the point of getting you on this too. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> well, like there we go. It's ex- exactly
1: that. You you've got something to share. Yeah. Uh, our audiences uh, will be better off from from hopefully engaging in this conversation and and understanding you, yeah. your background,
0: what your shop is about, and. And I think I, I think that as a whole, man. Like, if 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 one person listening in mm-hmm. gets something, we just did our job right now. Yeah,
1: this is the platform for us to do it from the cutters and to yeah. change the game. Uh, concept what we're about and connecting with local oh local man views. this is a, such a
0: powerful initiative and i think I think to second to that it's one thing you and I are talking about this on this platform but I don't and and, and for you you know like you, you know you're speaking so fluently and fluidly and and you've got you know the ability to to do these things because you've got obviously got the the um connections at your disposal but you you probably without even knowing are underselling what you're doing and what you're achieving you know mm. the cutters doing this is huge it's massive and for me to be invited to be a part of that is even bigger because you know what we've just like established that network and that relationship and that bond what can we do now mm. you know off off air we were talking about hey get you back down and to be a part of the football and a part of the home games I'm like why not yeah let's do it let's yeah, 100 when
1: we will yeah because i want you guys back here because you are an important part of our community as i keep saying and um look we will, again, yep. do something further. Other than that, that um, yeah, together, and as we've been talking let's, about, off, let's off, do it off air. But run me through, mate. I want to learn more about you. Let's go back. Let's oh. go back to the school days, growing <laughs> up, Mackay. Um, what were some of the challenges? What was some of the highlights of your your childhood, growing yeah. up, and where did the love of hair come from?
0: yeah okay um so man i i grew up on a cane farm um my parents owned a cane farm at alligator creek i'm i'm 4740 like born and raised like i, I wear mackay on my sleeve you know mm-hmm. i love this town hence why i've stayed here um born in the martyr hospital uh, i think it was sydney street back then um now it's a shopping center <laughs> which is a little bit different but um yeah man like i, th- I think i had a, a normal upbringing um loving parents and they gave me all. Mum and Dad were always busy working. Mum's um, a nurse. Um, Dad, he is sparky by trade, but um, yeah, he we, we owned a cane farm and so he was always in the paddocks, um, you know, sun up till sun down sort of thing um, and all the stops in between. Hard worker and I think that's where I got my ethic, my work ethic from, seeing my parents just grind it out, you know, we, we certainly didn't have a silver spoon. We certainly um, worked hard for every dollar that we got and and that's where my my sort of um, grind and my passion came from um, I was a soccer player um, and I trained a lot because I figured like if mum and dad were gonna um, pay for putting me on buses and, and traveling around the countryside um, the least I can do is really train hard so I I, tr- I would train every single day and you know um, uh, play anywhere from Mount Isa down to Sydney um, you know I, I Uh, Pretty good. Well, I I went to Europe when I was sixteen. I was a part of a a tour and a sort of trial scenario, and then I come home. I spent a fair bit of time in Sydney um, at football um, institutes down there, and um, yeah, I did well, man. I I had a lot of um, opportunities. I had trials ticked up with um, a fair few different um, big names, (laughs) Um, and then I don't know. I got I got injured. I I guess. I had to, my mum always said to me, you know, you've got to have fallback. Um, I was very creative mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to be a tattooist because I could draw. And in a small rural setting like Mackay, there's not that many opportunities for that. Uh, one of my friends, um, he was a tattoo apprentice at the, team, at the time. And um, yeah, for me to get an apprenticeship, I had to come across to get him and... and, and yeah, there was. He was a phenomenal artist. There was no way I was going to get one, and so I started looking at different creative um, outlets and got into fashion, and that's when I sort of. So, sorry, go back to school. What school? Oh, I went to Mercy and Saint Pat's just down the street, literally. Yeah. So, yeah. It, like, jump, put yourself into all the art classes there and yep.
1: creativity and. Yeah,
0: yeah. I always, I always sort of, I don't know. Even, oh, oh man, I'm the sort of carpenter that would like. Measure w- twice, cut once. Measure twice again, cut one, and then I'd end up with no timber and have to go back to Bunnings and try and get some more because I was, I wasn't really like that sort of um, uh, motivated. I, but but I could draw, I could sing. Um, I was even known to to dance a little bit. Like I was very very creative. And 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 honestly, man, um, growing up it was tough mm. because I wasn't really that sort of. Bloke, bloke, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it, so all the things that you come with that man, yeah, I got it, I got it. You know, going to Mackay, uh, living in Mackay, um, being a hairdresser apprentice, going to at that point in time when I first kicked off, I was the only male. Wouldn't have been cool. It, man, it wasn't, bro. I, and and you know what, I'm gonna say it because I've never said it before. I've never, like, I've maybe in passing conversations, but I've never. Um, documented it but today I will. You know, like I would take two shirts to TAFE. Mm. One for the chocolate milk or milk meat pie that was thrown at my head on the way through mm. and then one that would I would put on when I was in in class. You know what I mean? Because yeah. because back then you gotta think twenty something years ago, twenty four or twenty five years ago, you know, there was no men in Mackay like sort of cutting hair, you know, like or, or an apprentice and, and being that age bracket We got all the hate under the sun, you know, for all all obvious reasons, you know, and stereotypes and and slurs and and it was ugly, you know. But now, it's cool. Mm. And because of
1: folks like you, like have paved the way for yeah the guy the kids now coming through that want to aspire to be just like you. Yeah,
0: or different. Yeah, against the grain. Mm. And that's okay. That's okay. That's beautiful, man. Because you know what? It takes it takes. All types to make the world go round, yeah, and 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 everyone should be, and that's the, the, and again that falls back to what we're trying to produce in our shop, man. Everyone's welcome, mm. you know, and that's why we get on board with, you know, um, all the different concepts and 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 sort of angles that that is trying to do now um, with fitting in and and the well beings and that because everyone needs to be aware of the fact that it's okay to be different, man. it's <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that I've made a life on it mm. you know my son he walks down the street and he's got a pink hat on and pink shoes on and pink shirt on I'm like he's like dad how does it look and I'm like it looks cool bro celebrate it yeah let's let's yeah. run this man yeah. and 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 there's he just like but if I tried to do that back 20 years ago oh my lord man you know so like it's it's certainly paved away and, and, and opened open doors for kids now and it's great Dare to be different. Let's do it. So, so
1: how did you get through it? Like what? Cause I, it it would have been
0: easier to not do it. Yeah, man. It would have. But I, I feel like for me, <sighs> yeah, we're going to open some doors, are we? All right. We're going to do this. I'll All right. You, okay, man. Yeah, yeah let's to. do it. No, let's do it. Um, I think, I think I grew really quickly, I think because, and resilience and and all the, all the things and stops, I, I, it was tough, it wasn't easy, but like, I think, it, it, the growth in me, understanding that, like, if you wake up in the morning, and your, and your moral compass is set, in, in a, in a way that you aren't impairing anybody's happiness or life, if you're doing the things correctly, for your community and for yourself and for your world. And if you're genuinely and honest about these things, man, then you shouldn't, you aren't doing anything wrong. So for those people to start like throwing shade and stuff like that, that speaks volumes about them and their struggle. Yes. So from an early age, I learned that. I learned that, yeah, I was different. You know what I mean? Like I, I do have different ideals and different concepts and, and, and different directions in life. And and There's no shame. There's no shame in that, man. There's no shame in that and that's what i learned from a young age and i and i it and i matured a lot i matured really fast brothers and sisters yeah man i got i got a beautiful family network you know um did they they know what you were going through um no 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 not not
1: to the greater sort of did you have anyone supporting you through that journey um was it just yourself that understood
0: a lot of a lot of it was myself man like because because this is the thing you know um this is what we do we bottle our things up you know and um until you know we're starting to touch on things and and the this conversation highlighting Mm. scenarios it's okay to speak up it's okay to find that person that you can sort of um align yourself with and and and, because everybody needs a shoulder at some point you know Mm. um So, yeah, I think, but I I delved into um, things like, you know, I was a singer in a band, so I had, like, camaraderie around me. I've always been that soccer player. So, you know, I had the group of, you know, the guys around me and and those sorts of things. So whilst I might have kept a a lot of those things to myself, um, my mental status and my well-being was always okay because I had outlets. Mm -hmm. Whilst I didn't really talk, about the things that I well, sort of was going through. Um, I was able to navigate them because, um, you know, like I, I was still healthy, um, like keeping myself um, busy and sort of um, well, yeah, for lack of a better word, like, you know, um, keeping myself occupied and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah cool. I, th- I think, and I think probably found solace through, you know, coaches or, you know, that the hierarchy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, that involuntarily became and my mama's and, and my my father they're really good they're so so um if anything got a little bit too heavy i i knew i could always yeah they're always there yeah and i think that re, um that uh relationship that i had with them has blossomed over the years there's still a lot growing up that i sort of hid from them and hid from the world but ultimately i think um once I realized that they weren't judgmental as well, I think, and they had my best interests at heart as well, it found, because you're always scared to speak up because you're like, oh, my God, am I going to get ridiculed? Yeah. So that's that's that tends, tends to make you silence. Mm. And once you realize that there's people that actually care, then you find yourself forthcoming, you know, and, and that's what I did. You know, I sort of lent on people like that.
1: Mm. Yeah. And then the band, you touched on a little bit, but that and the outlet, but also, it's another community. It's the culture of everything that you put into it, um, and you get from being in a band. Yeah, 100%. To talk through those days. Yeah. Well, this, you're still playing music now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, um, I still have a bit of a strum every now and then, and, and sort of sing for myself and around my kids. And I, I think, um, yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably will make a, a comeback at some point and uh get behind a microphone in front of the public eye but at the moment i'm just playing for myself but yeah that was that was massive too within a community where um you know we would organize shows all the time like two a month easy and we would go up to towns or cairns down to brisbane sydney we would play all, all these shows um what
1: was the name of the band
0: eyes down fire and my dying days that too, yeah. yeah 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 my do- uh, eyes down fire um it it was it was amazing it was it was um uh yeah it 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 started really quickly and ended really quickly but we we created some awesome content in in between and we played some fantastic shows we have um hard rock cafe on the gold coast oh well probably probably um oh biggest biggest there was a festival down on sunshine coast we played and i think Um, it was called Homegrown or something like that. Um, I think over the course of the day, there was about 10,000 people there. I'm not going to stand here and say that there was 10,000 people in front of me, but for, for the story, yeah, yeah, there was 10,000 people there. (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was, um, that was, that was a good one. Hard Rock, Hard Rock Cafe was pretty cool. Um, we, uh, we, we played some big support acts though. You know, we'd park, play with Parkway Drive or, um, Butterfly Effect, COG, um, uh, Birds of Tokyo, I Killed the Prom Queen. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, man. We played with some big, big so, guys. So alternative or grunge or metal? Yeah, or? It, was, it was it was alternative. It was sort of that po- post-Screamo, sort of 30 Seconds to Mars type thing. And, and then when that fell down, uh, I was lucky enough, um, friends of mine from school actually, um, they, one of my best friends, um, moved to Brisbane and he was the singer in another band, local band, my dying days. And they rang me and said, hey, um, he's moving to Brisbane, um, th- would you take the spot? And it just, it, it literally coincided like a week or two apart from the demise of, of my first band. And, and I jumped in there and that was just, mate, that was like a high school reunion. It was fun. And, and that, that was another outlet too, because, you know, going for walks down memory lane and, mm. you know, it was, it was cool. How old were you? Oh gosh. Roughly. Twenties. Yeah, tw- yeah, I'm an old man now. <laughs> I've led a colourful life. Um, yeah, I think um, yeah, I was in my 20s when we were doing that, and that was cool. We we did the whole you know recording scenario and um, crashed um, at Ian's from Powderfinger. We we used his studios down in the Sanford Valley for that. Um, so that was cool, sort of rubbing shoulders with famous people. I don't know, man. It was. It, I've led a I've led a pr- pretty. Um, uh, crazy busy and unique existence man but Mm. all in all it's shaped who i am today and who i'm trying to be for the community as well so i think that's sort of made me open to so many scenarios around the place because um because i've sort of got out there and lived yeah great well on further on that what are you dreaming about yeah hmm yeah i think i think where we're heading is inco- like incorpor- incorporating my creativity and, and my sort of fashion, love of fashion and passion of, of those sorts of things. Of, for for the label, we're certainly, certainly going down the fashion side of things. Um, what am I dreaming about for the logo and for the branding? Probably um, just spreading further. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, I've had conversations with my friends down in Brisbane and Sydney, of maybe even doing it there as well but because they're living in in um suburbs that they feel that they could it would be advantageous to create what we're creating a lot of the the barber moving forward and 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 just in businesses in general uh streamlining their scenarios making their um you, you know their services quicker and, and more efficient but they're also i guess losing a lot of personal touches and and so they're ringing me saying what are are your thoughts about coming down here so we've looked at different locations um, along the east coast Um, so my dream is to try to maybe create our vibe and, and broadcast it to the masses, I feel. Whether that's, you know, doing on uh, you know, live tutorials or live, you know, s- streaming or whether it's actually opening up hard stands in other locations. Mm-hmm. That's the dream. Just to um try to touch different communities and invite them into our world.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well, I'm from Melbourne myself and it's a very Melbourne vibe I get when I first especially first shot walked into it. Um, like recently i've gone down to gold coast and you see a heap of barber shops and you see what they're trying to do but the the one thing
0: some of them are missing is that
1: um it's, it's not very inviting
0: yeah yeah and that's tough man because you i think it's a very selfless scenario when when you achieve that yeah because to me when you achieve that inviting when you achieve that um you know that breaking down barriers i feel like You've given yourself to your cause, mm-hmm. and that's why people feel like um, welcome, welcome, man. Because because you've, you've stripped down the barrier. This is who I am. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about where I am, and I think that's what it is. I think I think until you get to a, um, a scenario where, um, like for me, um, I'm Heath. I'm not a barber, I'm Heath. Barber is what I do. Barbering is what I do. It's who, It's not who I am, it's not what defines me. And I think uh, it's scary for a lot of people to do that, to welcome them in to their life, mm. you know, because um, and until you, you do that, I don't think you will get that that sort of soft, um, warm and fuzzy sort of vibe, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's personal and people come in and get to know you as well and and you let them into wherever that goes like and start a friendship or a a connection and same with your um, barbers that you have in in the shop and and some others you know maybe they have something that can attract them to the shop too like so the gold coast example I used I sort of did a bit of a wander around and one had uh, one we doing coffees like right out the front yeah and that was that their first connection that barrier to break down to maybe get into the chair.
0: Hey, and that's a good one too. There's a few shops that, that are around here, Liam and Mackay that offer that. Yeah. Because, hey, that, that, that sort of can be an icebreaker, mm. you know? And I think that's awesome. Whatever you have to do to be able to break down those barriers, um, ha- embrace it. If that's what you have to do then that's cool if that's what you're aiming for you know what i mean yeah. if you're if you're aiming to do something more than just a streamlined super fast like um get in get out if you're if you're actually trying to create a community and environment whatever you have to do if you have to get different facets different types of um things into your shop to to do that or to to sh- help share the burden you know like there's so many shops out there now that are uh putting um different types of uh you know lines under no, under the one roof. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Whatever it takes.
1: It's, it's it's knowing your why as well and you guys definitely know what your why and yeah. your, the role that you play and for you to you know get the right staff in too and that's probably why you've had a lot of staff that have been with you for such a long time. Yeah. And you know for you to hire new staff too you really got to be careful of
0: Yeah, I do. In. I do. It's it and we we mm-hmm. usually hire from within. Mm-hmm. So usually like the people that You'll say we have apprentices at present. They were all clients. They were all clients. They they showed us um, who they were. Yeah. Um, they the the potential to interact with so many different diverse demographics that come through the and and they were good people. I can teach anyone to cut hair. It's, it's follow A B C step one two three. Man, you got that lock tight. You're going to be able to do a, a half decent job. Where you become uh better than is if you have that creative flair and that artistic design yeah sure but ultimately a barber like by definition man is somebody you know like that that offers that that connection and that haircut and and yeah like that it it's 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 a hard one to make sure that they nurture our existence So that's why I'm very, very particular with who gets a shot. And that's why I do tend to hire within because we've already broken down those walls, yeah. All right, so let's uh, end
1: with one piece of advice that you'd give someone in our region, like, you know, could be someone with that creative touch going through school or, you know, wanting to start a a band.
0: Do it, do it, do it, Um, but do it well. Invest yourself in it 100. Um, If that's what you want to do if that's who you want to be then do it I've had like a little mantra like a little personal thing that I I always say anyone who knows me would have heard me say it a million times There's no plan B Mm -hmm. That's that was that's my thing. There's no plan B. Heath. Why do you do this? There's no plan B. Yeah, Heath. Why are you doing that? There's no plan B. So if someone says to me I want to do this or I want to be that I want to be a singer. I want to play guitar I want to I want to be a football player. Okay. I've never played football in my life I'm a soccer player, but same same but different if you want to be the best, if you're not up training every single day, you'll never get there. So, if I got some advice for somebody, if someone asked me what what should I do or how should I do it, just do it, commit, fully commit. Mm-hmm. Um, if if what you're doing is correct, if it's not impairing somebody else's life, if like if it's about you know making yourself a better person or, or a better athlete or a better whatever it is. Invest yourself fully. Commit to the cause and get it done. Can be simple, but a lot of the time really hard for people to to do it. Yeah. And then what comes from that is personal growth. Mm -hmm. You know, learning to navigate hurdles, learning to speak up, learning to admit when you don't know something and you need to ask for help. You need to align yourselves with the people that know. You know, sometimes you have to put egos to the sides, put it back in the box. You don't know everything. But maybe somebody that you know does, so you need to go and, like, lend a lend a ear or, or a supporting shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, great put,
1: advice. Mm. Well, Heath, thanks, mate. I've really enjoyed where this conversation went mm. and uh, the topics that we touched on. And, again, thank you for everything you're doing in our community with your shop. Um, and we're definitely going to get you down to a game soon. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait to keep connecting in, in the linked space throughout Macquarie District and and, ch- yeah. and change.
0: I'm keen. I'm so keen. Thank you so much um, for having me on board. I've really thoroughly appreciate, uh, appreciated it and uh, thoroughly enjoyed myself here and um, what you guys are doing for the community yourselves, um, even in this forum, um, reaching the masses. Is, 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 I tip my hat off to you guys. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm so, so appreciative and, and proud to be a part of it, man. Cheers, mate.
1: Change the game. Proudly brought to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters.